picture of perfection and of wisdom. Whoops, is it on? Yeah, of eight thousand lines. Uh, there is a chapter called the meditation on uh, jubilation and transformation. Transformation Parinamana. Uh, and that's a very interesting, this, this was in sort of a uh, somewhat popular Sanskrit, um, but it's uh, Parinamana is uh, both transformation and turning, sort of like metanoia in Greek, turning over, turning. And the other phrase of this meditation is so striking when you think of, you know, that uh, Buddha Dharma doesn't uh, use these words very prolifically, uh, jubilation, anumodana, and uh, you will find things like, and this is uh, the meritorious work founded on jubilation. So I want you to take your jubilation seriously. (laughs) And uh, so uh, I so uh, love this uh, practice and I adapted it and it's in uh, several, it's in World is Lover and it's in my uh, books about the work that reconnects under the title The Great Ball of Merit. So I will uh, offer to you, it's very simple, it's very short. Uh, I want you to use your hands for the gestures involved. So don't try to write. And um, if you, uh, uh, you can come look at the write-up in my book or get the book. Um, All right, so... Uh, This is what the bodhisattva does. This is put in terms of what a bodhisattva uh, spends a little time doing now and again. (laughs) And so the bodhisattva uh, looks at the world with uh, the mind of imagination, so he can, and she can see uh, much more. You have a, a, an incredible capacity to see uh, through space and time. In other words, uh, you use your imagination. So the bodhisattva, sitting and preparing for the work of jubilation and transformation, looks out at the world of this present time and sees, now I want you, as I'm doing this, and I, I, it, it, it uh, throws my mind off for you to write, so I want you to uh, accompany me with using your imagination. And just imagine, why, why shouldn't you be able to do this? So you could do it back then. You could be able to do that. We can do it. Okay. So we, as a bodhisattva, uh, we look out at the world. 
Oh, we see all the beings on it. So many. All the beings that are there at this time. Now, there are so many you can't see their individual features very clearly. Uh, there are vast fields of them. There are uh, like hills, they mount hills. You could turn in all directions. There's so many of them. Wow. Now be sure to get them all. Yeah, this is just a planet Earth. We'll just do planet Earth. Wow, so many. And imagine you're seeing them. And now what the Bodhisattva does is calls to mind all the beings and not just human beings, all the beings that ever lived. Wow, okay, you can do it. There's sort of some they get to receding in them like mountain chains and mountains behind mountains in the distance. Oh, so many beings. Oh, all of them taking life on planet Earth. Oh, each one having a birth and a death. Each one having ups and downs, hard times and good times. Each one having a pretty good dose of physical pain and mental pain. Ooh. Just how you get a size of how big it is. And you're not stopping yourself just because it's impossible. <laughs> you just can imagine it. See, all these beings. And now what the Bodhisattva does is the Bodhisattva brings to mind that in every single life, of every single of these beings, a deed of merit was performed, was done. Could have been a word of kindness. It could have been a heroic act of saving somebody's life. It could have been in a field hospital. It could have been in a peasant's hut. It could have been on a battlefield. It could have been in a palace, it could have been, but it, that brought a gesture of generosity and genuine caring and love to another being. Maybe just one act in their whole life, but there was not. Now, you call to mind the fact that there was never a being in a lifetime in which there wasn't at least one act of merit done. even to the meanest old booger, there was an act of kindness. Now, you can be assured of that. Wow, what a wealth when you look at it that way. So now, the next point in part of the meditation is you let these acts of merit sort of rise up where you can see them and you sweep them together. You sweep them together and make a big pile in front of you. 
You know it's real. You know that these acts of merit were really performed. And sometimes under such hard circumstances, at great personal cost, of wisdom, of patience, of teachers, of healers, of defenders, the poor, the sick, those who were havens for others, those who fought for justice and decency. Oh, so many acts. And you've got them in a big pile. Got your pile? Okay, now the next part is this. You pat it together in a ball. And you take the, all the acts of merit and you pat them together into a ball. Wow. And then you kind of weigh that ball in your hands. Got it there? And the bodhisattva views this great ball of merit with exceeding jubilation. You feel it? Hmm. Because the Bodhisattva knows and you know that times to come and go, hardships and good times come and go, but an act of merit is always there in the web of life. You can it's count on that. And so viewing this with sense of what a gift, the goodness of our people back through time. And you're seeing it. And now what you do, this is the parinamana part, the turning over part. You take this ball of merit and you turn it over, you turn it over, you turn it over and deliver it into the healing of our world. You let it be used again like great fertilizer on the field of Bodhi. That's the practice. Now, if you do that a few times, you will find that it can carry over into your life or even just thinking about it. And then it makes your life kind of interesting. Because you meet people and you look at them and you think, even a new person or somebody sitting across from you in the bus, and you think, what can this person contribute to my great ball of merit? What has she and the beauty and trial of her life or his, what have they ripened that can go into our great ball of merit? And it kind of invites you to think of that as a real thing, doesn't it? Because as you begin to think of the reality 
of the uh, acts of merit, then uh, jubilation begins to happen inside you. Mm-hmm. You notice a little bit coming? A little jubilation. <laughs> Very useful. You know, I tell you, um, with all the bad news that's coming when you pick up, uh, look at uh, the news pieces on, on, on the Internet or on the newspapers or if you watch television. It, it's pretty. But then you think of what people did to get that news through to you. Oh, somebody at the city desk or at the... Radio stations, oh no, nobody's interested in hearing about that. that. Somebody put it on. And then you think, I do that a lot. I do that a lot with the, Edward Snowden has put a lot in my great ball of merit. Yeah. And Chelsea Manning did too. And Amira Baraka and all a lot of people doing such wonderful things now. And you can just feel how rich you are and how rich we are. And you can know that this is uh, it doesn't die out with them. That the courage of a Dr. King or a patience and sly cunning of Gandhi or the endurance of a Dorothy Day, you know, these or just the bravery of a Bill McKibben, oh, you know, or the, the our, our uh, indigenous brothers and sisters out there fasting and moving against the mining and idle no more. Boy, you got, we have so much to put in our great ball of merit. And this can be like, I don't know. I was about to say food. Be like spiritual food, isn't it? Or like a good drink. A little toddy. Okay, I hope I've given you a sense of that uh, meditation. And uh, you can have it for free. (laughs) You just do it a little bit. Okay, and we're moving now into the second of the three practices. And this is interactive. And you are going to, with great alacrity and uh, matter of course, you just smoothly move into stand up and shake because you've been sitting. And then, uh, do you want me to record this or not? No. Okay. Um, so uh, walk across the room and and find.